morning crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant, impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I am your host, Mario, the Node Defender, joined by several members of our 3T family. We have Jackie, the Juggernaut, Johnny Crypto with a K, and we have Billy, the Chartmaster. And today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how Santander Bank Brazil is set to offer Bitcoin trading to over 50 million customers while PayPal's crypto service could be coming to an end. Gary Gensler continues to create confusion with a new video released yesterday where he explains that crypto exchanges need to be treated just like security exchanges. And our team expert talks about PaxG and the advantages versus holding physical gold. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So now that I got that intro out of the way, um, let's kick it around the room and see how everybody's feeling. We'll start off at the top of the screen right here. And uh, I think I could touch his head. There you go. We got Johnny Crypto with the K. How you doing, man? This morning? I'm doing good, Mario. I'm doing good, Mario. Um, <clears throat> just in case I accidentally, you know, I use my hands. If you get a fresh one here, don't worry. Just try not to worry about a fresh one. But first of all, good morning to our warrior maniacs out there. Hopefully everybody's doing well. We've got a live session from you here from the lake. Uh, so we're wishing everybody a good morning. Happy to see Jackie out there. Yes, Jackie was right on time. And we got Billy, the printed bills with Billy. So, so good to see you guys. And uh, the amazing abs is on the road and on his way here. So shout out to our brother abs there. And to all the Warrior Maniacs, we love you guys. Thank you for being there. Today should be a great show. Yes, and uh, we apologize for running a little bit late. It's a bit of an unorthodox episode for us. We had a lot of stuff going on this morning. We had to prep last minute. Apps couldn't do it. So, um, you know, we had to get the uh, second best host to host it. <laughs> so, but uh, Billy, how you doing, man, this morning? It's great to have you here. What's up, man? It's always a blessed day when I get to spend the day with you guys. And I can't even lie. I'm a little jealous. That lake is beautiful, man. Beautiful. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. You'll be here soon enough. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, uh, every day on the show is a good day, man. I love spending time with family. That's awesome. And Jackie. So we were not late because of Jackie this time. We were late because we were preparing for the show and we, we were running a little, a little bit late ourselves. So it's not Jackie's fault this morning. I saw the comments in the chat. Everybody was going at, at Jackie, but it was not her fault today. How are you doing today, Jackie? I'm feeling actually oh, I'm, Jackie's not on mute. I'm not at the lake. I'm not great. Don't tell, oh. me not, don't tell me not to be jealous because I'm staying jealous here. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm feeling good today, guys. It's always a good day to be on with you. So maybe next year I'll get to pass the test to be out there with, with everyone. No. <laughs> You definitely will. You definitely will. I'm pretty sure you'll be here with us. I just have to keep giving Johnny K crap for that. If everyone's going to give me crap for time, I'm going to give Johnny K crap for the lake house. No. <laughs> I no. think we have to put pressure on Johnny to invite the whole team. I think we need yeah. a bigger house is what we really need. We're going to need a bigger building. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger building. <laughs> but all right, guys, we'll get this thing started the same way we always do by showing you all the fear and oh we're supposed to show you the twitter account we'll get right to it we'll start with the fear and greed index this morning Ooh. so we're sitting at a level 39 uh we're moving up slightly we're still we're still in in an area where it's uh it's very uncertain of where the market's going to go we're going to keep going sideways to, to to downwards 
that's just my opinion. Johnny Crypto, do you want to give any comments here as to what you think as far as sentiment? Well, the interesting thing is we've been sitting around a 10 for the longest time, and now you're seeing we're starting to break away as we kind of thought we would in this July-ish time frame. And more importantly, I don't know if you guys saw yesterday, um, but we got a couple big green candles in Bitcoin. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to start to continue to get this pump. I think we're going to start moving into that neutral zone. And then eventually, uh, don't be surprised if in a week or two weeks, we're talking about being in the greed zone. Could be very interesting. I see we got our man Abs out there. So we want to just do a shout out to Abs. We love you, brother. Uh, I hope you're watching the road and not the show. Yes. Keep your eyes on the road. You should be watching the road and not the show. That's true. Yes. Guys, any comments on the on, on the sentiment of the market? I know that a lot of stuff happened this week. We had a really busy week as far as news are concerned. We had GDP numbers come out. We had earning calls. All this stuff was was kind of looming, looming over the markets, not just the crypto market, but markets in general. Yesterday, everybody was expecting the GDP numbers to kind of take a big hit on, on markets in general, but it doesn't look like that happened. Markets reacted pretty well. We had good earning calls from, from a lot of companies. Apple is not doing so bad. Um, we got companies like like Shell that, that did record-breaking uh, profits for the last quarter. And any opinions? I know that Billy does follows, does the stock market a lot. Billy, what's your opinion on, on the current uh, sentiment and state of the market? Uh, I mean, overall, you know, just, just like with everything else, uh, every time they come out and Jerome Powell speaks, the market gets a, a bullish uh, incentive that comes in. If you look at the overall market, though, on the SPY, which is kind of an overall indicator of what the market is doing, we're still at a downtrend. I agree with Johnny. SPY is looking just like Bitcoin. We've had like two really good green candles come in, uh, but we still have the the downward trend that we're, that we're in right now. If we can break past that, well, here, I'll just show you the screen real quick of what I'm looking at. Awesome. Um, over Bitcoin. Can you see my screen? There we go. Beautiful. Uh, so you, you can see the downward trend. And here we are. You can see, like Johnny said, we had a couple good green candles that come in. I don't know if this is support. We'll see if this is a bull trap. But in order for us to get into the bullish phase and actually think that, you know, there's more volume to come in, we're going to have to crack this downtrend and actually break this uh, previous resistance, previous support line. If we can crack that, you know, we start getting into the 30s. I think we really got some some positive things coming in. Uh, and then also, let's see if you can see this one. This is the S&P or SPY. Same thing. You know, we had a little bounce. We have good green volume coming in. Jerome was speaking, but we still have to get past this downtrend. And then we have the 50 day moving average. Uh, if, if we can get past that, then we'll have some volume come in. We'll look at the 50 day and see what the market is doing. Uh, but it's, it's following right in line with each other. Bitcoin and the market, it's 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 reacting to each other's. But we got to get out of that that downward cycle. Uh, and I don't think that's going to happen until September, October, just in my opinion, what it's looking like. Yes, I agree with you, Billy. And uh, thank you for doing that analysis for us. So now we can actually start this thing the same way we always do by showing you the three TGM crypto Twitter account. So you could go ahead and follow us there. Um, and without further ado, let's also take a look at the coin market cap for today. Today we are sitting at and give me one second because I'm multitasking here. We're sitting at a. 1.1 trillion dollar market cap bitcoin dominance is at 41.6 percent ethereum dominance at 19.1 percent we have bitcoin at 24 just above twenty-four thousand dollars. ethereum 1723 we have some coins i don't have the coins uh by favorites like abs usually does so i'll just go over a few of, of our favorites we got xrp at 37 cents 
we have Dogecoin. Just joking. Uh, let's uh-huh. skip right ahead. We have Polygon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Polygon at 95 cents. Avalanche 25, 23. This is one of my personal favorites. I'm dollar cost averaging into Avalanche as much as I can during this uh, during this bear market. We got Kronos at 13 cents. Cosmos at ten dollars 82. Another one of my favorites that I'm dollar cost averaging into. We have, and let's see if we could get Adara right here. We have Adara at seven cents. So the market is looking very green, as we can see across the board. We have two, three percent up on over the last over the last hour. We have over the last 24 hours, we have 3.8 for Bitcoin. We have almost five for Ethereum. We have as much as 10 percent for some of other cryptos. So the market is looking very good as far as uh, percentages to the upside. So that goes along with what Billy was just talking about. Um, I personally believe that the market uh, towards October and November is going to have a little bit of a collapse just because we've seen that happen before with the double eclipse scenario. We saw it last year. We saw it it earlier this year. And we have another double eclipse scenario that's happening towards the end of the year. So I'm going to expect for the same. I'm going to expect for some some uh, some down downward momentum from the crypto market. Uh, for those of you that are wondering what the heck is he talking about, <laughs> this is a, a little bit of an esoteric uh, analysis that Waters Above Crypto, our friend of the channel Jordan, does, and uh, he brings us an analysis on on how much the lunar eclipses and the lunar phases have an effect on the crypto market. And we've seen time and time again these double eclipses or back to back eclipses create a negative effect. So with that said, um, Johnny, do you have any comments on 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 some of these cryptos? Is there anything that you're currently looking at? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the ones that haven't moved yet. So I I personally love Gala. Uh, Gala's kind of sitting in that flat zone, so it's good. It hasn't really pumped yet. Uh, so now's a great time to dollar cost average in. And I've been going this around five cents. And I also love, obviously, I don't have to tell you guys this. Cardano, Cardano has barely moved too from its all time or from its latest low. So those are two of my favorite, and I'm, I've been dollar-cost averaging into those, you know, as we haven't gotten a – we haven't seen much of a lift on those two yet. And I think I think we might get one by the end of September. But, again, not financial advice, not a financial advisor. Don't do what I'm doing. Go do your research. Those are the ones I like personally. That's awesome. And before we jump into any of the articles and tweets that we got, we have for you today, I did want to ask Billy and Jackie as well the same question. Jackie, well, we'll start with Billy. He's at the top of the screen. Billy, is there any particular cryptocurrency that you've been dollar cost averaging into that you would like to share with uh, with our viewers? Quant, 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 Quant. I can't scream it enough. Quant is one of my favorites out there. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like gold to me right now. I try to go in as much as possible, especially any, anything a hundred dollars, dude. I'm I'm gonna sell baseball cards, football cards. I'm gonna give me some quant. Trust me. Yeah, the dog. That's what I'm looking at right now because it's just an overall solve of everything. Like quant's gonna be, it's gonna be the baddest boy in the block soon. What about you, Jackie? That's awesome. Yeah, I I don't actually own any. I'm gonna give you a quant. You know what? I'm gonna Jackie. Give you can you hear it? You don't. You don't have any quant, Mario. No, I don't have any quant. I never dollar cost average into quant. I'm waiting for quant to kind of get to these levels that, and I know it, it, it already had it. We were already like, what, $60 at some point. So I should have dollar cost averaged into quant, but uh, I'm, I'm waiting right now. I'm going to send you one. Oh, nice. I'm going to send I'll you take one. A, I'll take a quant. No. <laughs> hey, Billy, while you're handing no. them out, feel free to you know go around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just divvy uh, across the team, right? I think that's what I'm gonna um, do. I'm gonna charge one quant to come to the lake house. Good idea. Oh. 
That's like that. That is like that idea. And that's slice, buffet, and sleep included. A one quaff. Oh, yeah. I need a few more quaff for that. That's best say. Well, now you got to think about future case. Yeah, come on now. True. True. All right, my bad. Off time. Jackie, what's what have you? What have you been keeping an eye on? What's uh, what um, something that caught my attention just yesterday um, was that partnership with Oasis Network and Meta. Um, that was a cryptocurrency that we brought to our academy um, during our calls. Uh, mine, Summons, and Gonzo's. <laughs> that was one that I've been pushing pretty hard for, um, and so God. to finally see that announcement being made um, was pretty cool. <laughs> Freaking God, that was a great comment from Gonzo. I love Gonzo. I love Gonzo. Shout out to Gonzo. <laughs> Shout out to Gonzo, man. I wish you could. I wish you could all be here. I know. I know we will all be together at some point. Gonzo, we'll go in 50 yeah. 50. That is freaking awesome. I'll post up right next yes, to you. Yes, Gonzo, you can come too, brother. We love you. So we'll we'll hop in and hop Shelly. into Shelly our too. first. We'll hop hop into our first tweet for the day. And I think I'm lagging a little bit here. So sorry, guys, if I'm something is not right. But we'll hop into our first tweet for the day where Santander Bank Brazil is set to offer Bitcoin trading to its 55 million customers. So when I saw this tweet, I immediately thought of Coach JV and all the videos that he puts out. And every time that he mentions that he knows the banks have to get into it, they are already into it. They're they're they're. We got banks like Bank of America that have the most most crypto or blockchain patents. The banks want a piece of the action and they're not going to miss out. I think the big catalyst for the, uh, at the moment is the fact that we need regulation to help towards banks to come out and, and, and say, okay, like you can buy cryptocurrency with us now. And um, immediately when I saw this article, it reminded me of all the times that, that Coach JV has, uh, has mentioned that banks are all over it. Banks will custody cryptocurrency at some point. Uh, I'll start over with Johnny Crypto. Johnny, what is your opinion on banks offering crypto, and how how far ahead do you think that this that that we're that that we have it uh, in the horizon? Sorry, the echo just threw me off there. Yeah, sorry about that. I keep trying to <laughs> unmute and forgetting I don't have to. Um, so here's the deal: at the at the end of the day, if banks want to stay in business, they have to adapt. It's like anything with technology. And so they're just doing what they need to do behind the scenes now. Yeah, thanks for bringing that. That's good. Um, so they they have to they have to get with the times, or they're gonna they're gonna go out of business. They're gonna get obsolete. And that's what you're seeing here. The big banks are already doing it because they're all in on it. They all know that they need to make sure they've got their um, their businesses positioned so that when the floodgates open up for this industry and it's going to they all know it that's why they're working on um crypto regulation and things like that they will then be in a position so that they can um take advantage and, and service their customers right and so that's what you're seeing we're going to see more and more of this over the next two years you're going to see a lot of this happening it's just going to be more indication that adoption is coming yeah i agree i agree i, I think banks are not going to want to miss a piece of the action. I think that cryptocurrency custody will be something they will offer in the future just so they can take advantage of the fees. Uh, not to mention all the cross-border advantages that some of the cryptos offer like XRP. They're, they're going to be massive for, for allowing banks to transfer liquidity from, from one country to another uh, at a very fast rate in a very at a very fast pace and a very cheap rate. Um, Billy. What is what do you think as far as time horizon we have as well? Uh, do you agree with Johnny and what he said as far as uh, regulation? 
needs to be the catalyst for this to happen? Yeah, regulation absolutely has to be the catalyst. Uh, the banks, you know, as well as I do, aren't, aren't going to do anything without re- you know regulations. They don't want to get their hands smacked, and they're in the business of making money, uh, not losing money. So as long as you're operating within you know the bounds of everything, uh, but you got to understand, banks, like Johnny said, the banks are always going to have a part of it because you got to think about it. It's a hustle. The whole money game, the whole thing is a hustle. And the government has to have one person removed from the hustle for the hustle to work. So we give our money to the banks. The banks go buy bonds. The government invests that pays a return. There has to be a middleman all the time. So the banks are the middleman. So they're, they're always going to have a part in this. And this is where I have an issue with Bitcoin, though, because we all know how much Billy loves Bitcoin. Uh, we're right back into fiat, just digital fiat, man. It's just like it's not backed by nothing. That's that's the, what I have an issue with. It's just, yeah, it's a store of value. And I know, I know. But I just, I don't know, I feel like we're in the same thing instead of having, you know, this piece of shit, you know, we have a digital piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I just, it's, that's, I don't know, that's my rant. Right. And Billy, you just annoyed a whole bunch of uh, Bitcoin maxis out there. So if you're annoyed at Billy, make sure you let it known in the chat. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't. Billy is amazing. Billy's. Billy doesn't deserve the hate. He deserves the love. I'm and we're all entitled to all opinions. So, I'm just... <laughs> Jackie, what is your opinion on banks and and uh, custody, crypto custody, potentially being uh, being a big chunk of of a bank's um, revenue model? Yeah, I I believe the same thing that Billy said. They're all jumping in. I found it funny in the article. They didn't say it was because of competitor. Um, what, what did they say? Like competitor interest. Uh, they said it was for demand, um, which is hilarious because I don't believe that for a second. You know, all of these banks, they're, they're scrapping to get in because they, the CEO of this bank in particular said that he knows that he notices this is a market that's here to stay. So when your CEO is telling you that, like they're not going to they're not going to wait to get in. They're going to try and get as, as far as they possibly can um, to get into this market to provide cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and others. I, I think that they said that they were going to offer others as well. But yeah, it's it's a money game, man. It's all it's all a competition um, to stay relevant. Um, and these banks see it. That's why they're that's why they're coming after it as much as they can. Yeah, I agree with you, Jackie. And I think that we all uh, I mean, us four here, we 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 study blockchain and crypto on a daily basis we're researching on a daily basis we're confident in saying that crypto is here to stay because we understand the solve we understand the technology we understand what um how the world's moving right but with with metaverse and and i i mentioned on the show uh yesterday or a couple days ago that i experienced the the horizon worlds on on the oculus and i can see kids With that said, can you guys still, did I lose you? Sorry, I think connection is a little bad here. But um, with that said, let's hop on to our first article of the day. We have PayPal's crypto project could be in danger. And so Elliott Management's reported stake in PayPal could mean eliminating its cryptocurrency offering. PayPal's PayPal's crypto offering could be facing its last days if activity hedge fund Elliott Management has its say. So the hedge fund recently took a stake in in PayPal, and according to the Wall Street Journal, the amount of the stake and what Elliott paid was not disclosed. 
Elliot could be could encourage PayPal to eliminate its crypto offering that was launched in 2021. So we know that PayPal offers you offers offers its clients the ability to buy and sell crypto. You can also hold your crypto within the platform. We saw some news that they were going to enable withdrawal so you'd be able to withdraw your crypto off of the platform you'd be able to deposit your crypto onto the platform so this is something major this is i believe that paypal's paypal's crypto service is part of the major adoption that we need in the space because paypal in my opinion is one of the most regulated financial institutions in the world and if they are offering crypto that to me get, tells me tells me a ton so if we see paypal giving up their crypto offering i think that's going to be a bad catalyst for the short term of course it doesn't change the direction in which crypto is is going but it could be it could be a, a a pretty big catalyst that could define a moment where where cryptocurrency doesn't do so well for that time frame johnny crypto do you think that this is going to happen do you really think that they're going to be able to push these shareholders and and make a decision on removing cryptocurrency from the platform we know that if they're keep if they've introduced it and kept it there, they must be making money off of all the, the buying and selling that's taking place. What is your opinion on this? Well, listen. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, we know it's coming. PayPal is a very very formidable uh, player in this space. If they were to remove it, it would probably send a blow at first to crypto, or certainly kind of it would hurt crypto. There's no question about it. But I think at the end of the day. As crypto continues to get adopted and regulation comes in, they will just be then opening the door for all the other payment platforms to take over that space. And they're kind of hurting themselves in the long run. So kind of is weird to me that they would even consider that um, unless they know something that we don't. Right. If Maybe they know crypto isn't coming. Then I could totally see why they would go there. Otherwise. To me, it's like a foolish move. You're cutting off your nose to spite your face. It makes no, it makes no sense to me, um, as we believe here that crypto is here to stay in the future. So it's really, really doesn't doesn't make sense. And I think they're really hurting themselves personally. Yes, I agree. And uh, we've seen platforms like like Robinhood that that allow the same processes as, as PayPal. You know, you'd be able to buy, invest in in cryptocurrencies like. Like we can see here in the article, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash, and you can hold your crypto on the platform. You don't own your keys. You don't own your crypto entirely. You can all you can do is just buy it. You can sell it. Um, I think that's something that a lot of people getting into crypto need to understand. It's it with crypto you have the ability to fully custody custody it. So you can have it in your phone. You can have it in your in in your wallet. You can take it wherever you go. When you have your crypto inside of these platforms, you do have to be aware of the fact that it is in their custody. And and uh, something happens to the platform, you do lose your crypto. There's there's nothing you can do about it. We've seen it recently with with the with the Celsius and and a lot of people are taking their crypto off of Coinbase as well, with fears that Coinbase could could be facing some some issues there too. Jackie, you taking up crypto? Do you? As uh, far this this article is concerned. Sorry, Mario, you you're cutting out. I didn't hear your question. Yes, sorry. I think the Wi-Fi at the lake house is not so great, which is good because it means we can disconnect from crypto. But my question was, do you think that there's a potential there's a potential that PayPal could remove cryptocurrency from its platform? What's your opinion? Huh, that's that's a tough one. Um I really I really don't think they will. Um, especially because 
Venmo, I mean, Venmo kind of followed their act. If you, yeah, if you remember in 2021, um, they came out with offering cryptocurrency as well. Kind of a few months. Venmo is owned by PayPal. So it makes sense. Owned by PayPal. Yeah. Maybe that's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they would either. I kind of agree with Johnny. I think other competitors, I mean, that's to stay ahead. I think they know that if they kept it on their platform, um, they would stay ahead of other competitors. So I don't know why they would remove it either. Um, I don't think they will. Um, this might just be, I don't know, a FUD article maybe. I agree with you. And I, I was thinking the same thing. This is just a FUD article that was sent to me by Johnny Crypto, and I don't think it's going to happen. But <laughs> with that said, let's jump on to our, our next topic for today, which is a video from Gary Gensler that he put out yesterday on Twitter where he compares the cryptocurrency exchanges to regular uh, security exchanges. So I'm not going to get too much into it. I'll let the video play out. It is about three minutes long. I'll pause it throughout the video so we can get some comments. But um, let me know as well if you can hear, just to make sure that you guys can hear this okay. Trade on stock market. Your conditions. That 19. Security markets were rife with fraud, manipulation on the exchanges. And over the generations, the U.S. capital markets have become the gold standard because investors have faith in them. They're protected against fraud, manipulation, front running and the like. They're not perfect yet, but they've stood the test of time. What does that have to do with crypto trading and lending platforms? So I just wanted to pause it right there and just have make a, a few quick comments. So he's basically saying that we've got rules in place that, that have been in place since 1920s and that they're not perfect, but they've stood the test of time. But he's and now he's going to begin talking about cryptocurrency and he's going to compare. That's what that's where it gets really confusing for me. I uh, I'm just going to play it and let you guys hear it. I, I don't think that this a lot of what he says after this part makes a lot of sense. Well, these platforms, the crypto platforms like stock markets, bring together buyers and sellers. Crypto platforms have millions, sometimes tens of millions of retail customers directly buying and selling on the platform without going through a broker. With so many retail customers trading on crypto platforms, we should make sure that those platforms offer similar protections. So I've asked our staff to work directly with the platforms to get them registered and regulated to ensure that those crypto tokens come in as well and register where appropriate as securities. What's more, you are literally handing over the keys to your car or crypto. Just imagine this. Imagine handing over all of your stock That would never fly. Thus, I've asked staff how to work with platforms to ensure your assets are protected. And unlike traditional security exchanges, crypto trading platforms also may act as market makers. It means that when you sell your tokens, one of the platforms may actually be buying on the other side. All right, I'll go ahead and pause it here because that was the pretty much the, the, the beef of this video. Um, we saw the comparison that he's making between regular crypto, regular security exchanges and crypto exchanges. 
he wants the he wants the tech he wants this to be a technology neutral environment but we know that crypto in itself has a different it has a different fundamental to it it cannot be compared to securities of course there are tokens that are that are the, that can be securities in the way that that the um project launches and and does their selling so i don't know it gets me very confused this this is just another video that in my opinion makes anybody that wants to get into this place and pay and play in this space confused it's going to get it's not giving any clarity it's not giving any direction you're telling them to come in and register with them so that you can comply but then you have no more guidance we know that ripple did this on a monthly basis ripple was meeting with the sec on a monthly basis and they still got slammed by the sec with a lawsuit so uh, Billy, I see you're you're pretty Bro, excited there. We'll start with you, man. Johnny, Johnny's gonna know what I'm talking about here. This is this is like the old Italian days when the mob bosses ran shit. Yep. You're gonna pay a tax, all right? And we're gonna protect you from anything that's happening. Uh, and if anybody comes messes with you, we got you, we got you. And then you know, two months into payment, you're doing good. They're gonna come in and rob your shit because they want to throw a party one time or they got some bills that they want to pay. It is a tax. This is the biggest. Like, I can't stand that guy. Basically, they're just saying, we're your daddy. You don't know what you're doing well enough. We're here to protect you. And if you don't let us protect you, we're going to sue you and destroy you. Bro, it's the, it's like it's like the biggest mafia boss in the, in the whole freaking world. And you can't do anything about it. Like, even XRP met with you, had, had an understanding. We knew what we were doing. We talked regularly. No, we're still going to get you. So, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I know that Johnny Crypto is is he he won't stay still, so he must have really exciting comments. So Johnny, what what is your stance on this? Well, it's hard now. Billy Billy nailed it spot on. It's legalized mafia. That's exactly what it is. And we all know that he's the king rat snake weasel of them all up there at the top of the table. And uh, basically, yeah, you come on in, you sit down at the table. We're gonna work with you. Pow! We're gonna slap your lawsuit because that's how we do it. Um, but you're absolutely right. It's like you got to pay the vig, and if you don't pay the vig. Then we come and we smash your windows. That's pretty much how pay. you're basically paying for protection. That's that's exactly how he's running it, and he's uh, he's uh, he's uh, it's it's just ridiculous that um, they just basically have have literally hijacked the office and use it for for their cronies and their buddies. It's really crazy. But um, I hope we'll get clarity. I hope Congress will do their freaking job, put some rules. Congress will do the job, put some rules in place, and then basically. All this crap, you know, that, that'll kind of set set the, the it'll kind of take some of Gary's power away in a sense where I know they can, you know, overwrite and make their own laws. But the point is, once there's rules, then there's no more guessing game. So we really Congress, please, if you're listening, step up to the plate and go put some damn rules in place. Yes, I agree. And some of the key takeaways, as we can see in this article here, the SEC chair Gary Gansler believes that crypto exchanges should be registered and regulated like security securities exchanges. Crypto exchanges for providing custodial services and market making, stating the latter pre presented an inherited inherent conflict of interest. The SEC's regulatory approach to cryptocurrencies has been widely criticized by the crypto industry and lawmakers alike. So th this is something that we talk about almost on a daily basis when when we speak about the case between Ripple and the SEC. It's the lack of clarity. They're, they they want the companies to come in and comply, and just like Dilip mentioned. Every company that goes to the SEC and tries to comply, they get slapped on the wrist and they get told that they've done things wrong. 
yet they didn't have any any guidance and, and any clarity to do whatsoever. So, uh, Jackie, do you have any comments on, on this regulation talk? Anything that Gary Gensler said that stood out to you or, or maybe annoyed you? <laughs> annoyed me. Uh, the whole thing. No. Um, yeah, I think the biggest point, uh, the, you know, was just kind of the, the pinch that uh, started the annoyance, I guess, was him talking about, you know, regulation of the, the traditional market since 1920, um, quoting, this has withstood the test of time. It will protect you against front running um, markets, things like that, money laundering, whatever other BS he tried to, um, I don't know, save face with. But after about that part, I, I think I kind of quit listening. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Over a hundred years, man, and and you know, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't know. I don't know how people can continue to scream that. Um, but yeah, it's a new it's a new time. It's a new age. You know, things need things just need to be done and put into place. Um, there needs to be more clarity. I mean, people. Gosh, I'm sure people are still not even clear about traditional markets. You know, so yeah, yes. people need the to kind of take things into their hands and and I mean. Once, once regulation comes out and once things become clear, but. You know, yes. the SEC, I'm a bad, I mean, SEC is like being in a toxic relationship that you can't get out of and, they have, <laughs> and you have stalking charges on them and there's nothing you can do about it. They just keep coming back and like. They keep coming people. after you. <laughs> yeah, all I see is Gary in my window at night, you know. Yes, Billy. And the part that frustrates me is that the rest of the world is, is caught up with what crypto is and, and is creating it's creating technology-friendly and crypto-friendly regulation that is allowing the space to grow. And yet, in the United States, we have the SEC, which continues to compare it to securities. And, and, and it's, it's stifling innovation, in my opinion. And, and it's going to make a lot of companies, and it's going to push that innovation cross borders. So that's the part that frustrates me. With that said, yesterday in, in the show, we showed a video, we showed a video where uh, the uh, press secretary was being asked if we are in a recession mm. and being that we had two two negative gdp for well two negative quarters of gdp growth that basically defines that we are in a recession and we saw the way that she behaved i mean i i mentioned uh well we saw the way that she answered and i mentioned the way that she behaved with with her body language and so we have an update she later that day made a video and we have an update uh, of some of the statements that she made and and also on the on the state of of uh, whether we are in a recession or not so i'll let this video play here for you guys we're, we're seeing what we're seeing is that we are in a transition we had this strong economic growth because of the of the work that this president has done in the past 18 months and now what we're seeing is a transition into stable and steady growth so we are in a transition and we are in a stable economy. We were also not going to have inflation and we had inflation and now we're not in a recession. This is a stable economy. Billy, you're cracking up there. <laughs> what is, uh, you weren't on the show yesterday. So why don't you give us some of your thoughts on what you think uh, is I'm, happening right now as far as the recession is concerned? This, I'm so, just so glad that there's finally real news being reported. That is the realest real world news I have ever seen in probably the last couple years, man, because that is what's really going on. Like it, everything's going to shit, but we're in a transition. Uh, we're in a recession, but we're going to, we're not in a recession because it's not defined as a recession. I mean, it's just, 
oh, bro, it's it's mind boggling. And, and I never thought I'd miss Jen Saki, but I actually miss Jen Saki. And that's that's hard to do. So, I mean, for them to just keep out doing themselves, is just it's extraordinary. Like I, the level of just wow, that just I don't have words, bro, for this administration and just the fuckery that's going on. And and you are one hundred percent right. And and they say that this is not the definition of a recession. Well, I have something here to show you where Crypto Whale tweeted saying, "Flashback to Nancy Pelosi in two thousand and eight. A recession is two quarters of negative growth in a row." And she stated here, "You know, a recession is two periods of two quarters of negative growth in a row." So Nancy Pelosi is Johnny Crypto's best friend. So Johnny Crypto, why do you think that Nancy Pelosi said that? Basically, this is this is a definition of a recession, and we've just seen it happen. And I keep looking to the side because he's right next to me. But <laughs> this is a definition of a recession. Why do you think the government is? Uh, I mean, we know that they don't want to incite uh, any any chaos and, and panic. But why do you think the government continues to throw this smoke towards people? And and we had it with with the inflation. Now we see it with the recession. Why do you think they continue to do this to the public? Because they're in control right now, and when they're in control. They can say whatever they want to say and do whatever they want to. If they weren't in control, they'd be blaming the other party. This is all, this is all WWE. This is all a bunch of horse bullshit. We know at the end of the day that we know the definition of what it is. We know they've been using the same definition for the longest time ever. And now when it doesn't fit their narrative, oh, no, that's not the definition. It's, it's just it's laughable, folks. Hey. It's laughable. And you know what? And you take that to a real world scenario. And I'm not going to get into politics or anything, but that is how the world is run. He who is in control controls those by changing the definitions of things. If you change the definitions of things, then you control what those things are. It's, it's how the game's always been played and how it's continued to be played. Right. So at the end of the day, it's always going to be that way. And you're either going to learn the game so you don't get played, or you're going to get played like a sheep. And that's what. You know, it's probably a good time to talk about the Academy here. So this is why you want to think about, if you haven't had a chance, click on the links below. You can join the 3T Academy. There we go. You can join this link in the description below. Join the 3T Academy. You can join for free. We have a Discord. Come and check it out. See if uh, if if, uh, if the tribe here is your kind of tribe, what like-minded individuals surrounded around you to be able to talk about these ideas. Also, uh, there's been a lot of questions about, you know, co Coach uh, has the Uncommon 1% where they're learning how to teach people how to create their own businesses so you can break away from the uh, from the chains of it, of the system, right? So you can also, there's a link below for that as well. Check out the Uncommon 1% if you want to um, surround yourself by a really, really small community where Coach teaches you how to create your own businesses. Uh, feel free to check that out as well, and you can join that for free. So uh, remember, guys, at the end of the day, there's a George Carlin said it best. There's one big club and you ain't in it. You and I ain't in it. And that's just how it works, boys. But don't worry, because here at the 3T Academy, well, Coach, we're creating our own club. You guys are all part of that as we kind of grow this thing. And it's totally cool. We're happy to be our own club on our own lake or wherever the hell we're all going to be. And it'll be a beautiful thing. Yes. And if you ain't at the lake, you definitely ain't in it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I think I think you're never gonna hear the, the end of this, Johnny. But I have to. Have, That's the only thing I have. <laughs> I'm gonna get her out here. Don't worry. We are 39 minutes into the live stream, and I have not. Sorry, Jackie. We are 39 minutes into the live stream, and I have not said this. We have 144 live listeners. Show us some love and smash that like button. 
all our socials are down below. Make sure that you check us out. Make sure that you also check the Academy out and check out the link that Johnny just spoke about with the Uncommon 1%. You don't want to miss that. But with that said, we are a crypto show. So let's try and bring things back to crypto. We've been getting a lot of questions about Pax G and um, Johnny Crypto has prepared a little, a little, uh, yeah. Johnny Crypto is prepared and he's going to be talking a little bit about PaxG. So for those of you that don't know, PaxG is a gold-backed cryptocurrency, but I'll let I'll let the expert in, in the field explain it. So <laughs> floor is yours, Johnny Crypto. Yeah, I'm not going to go off record to say I'm an expert, but I do have PaxG. And so uh, if you can, just bring up that screen. There, um, there is, so there's been a lot of questions about PaxG and what is it. So guys, PaxG is another form or way to invest in crypto. Uh, but what's nice about the PaxG is it's it's so just the way you have uh, USDT right tether that's um, pegged to the dollar. In this case, Pax G is a cryptocurrency that is pegged to gold. And what's really really cool about this is like it's easy just to say you're pegged to gold. Um, but if you can, Mario, scroll down on this page. If you guys come here to Pax G, uh, what's the link there? The URL. The website is paxos.com. So the link is paxos.com for. Yeah slash pack gold so paxos is a blockchain company they have they have other cryptocurrencies besides pax gold so when you go into their main website paxos.com you head over to products yeah so if you scroll down on this page mara what's really cool here is if you scroll down you come to their page you'll actually see an area right there uh is that the one yeah so what's really cool here is once you buy your pax g and it's in your wallet you take your wallet address, you put it right here on the screen, and you click look up, and you'll actually see your gold bar. They'll actually give you the serial code, the number of it. It's really, really cool. Um, and this is an audited system as well. So for you guys, or for me anyway, if you're looking for something that's safe and it's backed by gold, uh, PaxG has really, really found a way to bring this whole system together. And, um, and they have it audited. I forgot how many times a year. So it's a third-party audit. And they also have the ability for you to see which bar, because the gold is sitting like you know in Fort Knox, or not Fort Knox, but sitting in a safe somewhere in a vault. Uh, but each bar of gold is serial numbered, and you actually get to see. So I, obviously, if you don't own a whole bar of gold, let's say you own a, a tenth or a, a hundredth of it, you will you know you'll see that bar of gold as tied to your wallet address. It's very very cool. So I know folks were asking about that at the academy. We just wanted to bring that up. So if you have PaxG, I know um, you can buy it, I believe, at uh, BitTrue. I bought mine on Nexo. It's really, really cool, and it's something definitely to look into. Yes, that was perfect, Johnny. And I did want to ask the question for the group here because this kind of brings up, to me, it brings up the question of whether you would want to hold physical gold versus a digital gold or a digital gold-backed cryptocurrency like PaxG. And I know that, Billy's shaking his head. I know Billy is a very, uh, he's very into precious metals. So Billy, would you, would you hold Pax G as opposed to holding real physical gold? Honestly, I, I would hold both. I, I love the idea of Pax G. The fact that you get the serial number off of it and it's actually attached to something um, that says a lot. So yeah, I, I would have no problem with Pax G. And as far as physical gold, I just go into, um, something tangible that for like emergency cases or something happens, you know, if 
say, you know, conspiracy things happen, you know, and you need that on hand, just educate yourself on what type of gold you, you need. And, you know, we can do that through the academy. We have an amazing source uh, to get all precious metals and everything. But I, I think you should have a, a good balance, just like any portfolio. You need you need to have digital. You need to have physical. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I, I would totally get some PAX G. Uh, and if you do get gold, I recommend you get pre-1933 gold. And then you can do your own research on why. That's awesome, Billy. Thank you so much for sharing with, with us. Uh, Jackie, do you own any physical gold or do you own any gold? And if you were to, to own any gold, would you hold, would you own physical or, or digital? Um, I do not personally own any gold. Um, makes me sad, but <laughs> no, I would, I would definitely uh, own Pax G for sure. Just uh, same reasons kind of Billy said. I also, I'm a firm believer in crypto and I believe that they will, um, you know, kind of make a market for this. Um, I believe everything is kind of going into a digital space. So anything tangible, um, there will be like a digitalized asset in place for that as well. Uh, that's just, you know, where we're going as far as quantum and things like that. That's what I firmly believe. So um yeah i would i would own both i see no problem with owning the physical stuff as well um just like billy said diversification is important and kind of going through that transitionary period um it would be nice to have both you know i i still believe in holding cash right now just for that transitionary period as well i mean cash is trash but you know you kind of got to make it through the storm um first so yeah that's my thoughts Yes, cash is trash, but you do want to have cash for the right reasons at the right time. So it's very important to have cash, especially if you're trying to take advantage of the markets when they're when they're going down. And I think that was a lot of that that was a, a mistake or or something that people took for granted over the uh, the bull run of cryptocurrencies, where everybody was trying to get out of cash because government is printing to oblivion. Nobody wanted to be in cash. Well. Everybody was holding on to their crypto. Now everybody wishes that, that they had taken some profits. And those profits obviously would have come in the form of a stable coin or, or back into your bank account. And now you would have been in a position where you could you could buy back in at lower prices. So you do want to have you do want to take advantage of cash at the right time and, uh, and at the right moment. Uh, but with that said, we do want to give. I do want to give Johnny Crypto the floor here. We do have an analysis here on on the crypto market is the bottom in. And if it is, what does the future of crypto, crypto hold? This is an article here by Daily Hoddle and Johnny Crypto's outlined some of the uh, some of the ideas or some of the uh, uh, potential scenarios that we have for the crypto market for the uh, for the next couple for the next few months. Yeah. So first of all, before we, before I hop into that, I do want to throw a shout out to our man Jeremy Ortega. He's out there in the audience. Jeremy will be joining us, uh, or Jeremiah, I should say, will be joining us on the show next week. Uh, Wednesday, this Wednesday is our special guest. He does a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of a lot of research on things like XTC, Casper, all the things you guys ask about. So don't miss next Wednesday's show. This guy is super, super talented, does a lot of deep dive research. Follow him on Twitter as well. You'll be very happy with it, with the work he does, and we're excited to have him on. But getting into this, you know, everybody's talking about is the bottom in. Everybody wants to know what's going on here with crypto. So first of all, you know, this article highlights talks about what's happening in the in the in the economy as a whole, right? Because it starts with the global economy. We see it slowing down. We all know about the recession that's coming. We all know about inflation that's coming, even though they say there is an inflation, we know it's coming. Uh, and there is a correlation between the crypto market and tech stocks. We saw that go to an all-time high. 
from a macro perspective, you know, it says it would be wise for investors to either trade the ongoing volatility, which I personally don't do, or this is the part I do agree with, is identify projects with strong fundamentals, which can be scooped up at steep discounts. So just so we'll stop there for a second before we dive deeper into this. I'll throw it maybe to, to Billy first there, uh, and then we'll hop over to Jackie and then the Node Defender. But what do you guys think, you know, as we talk here about identifying projects with strong fundamentals that we we want to be scooping up right now during this downtime. If you had to pick one, just one, and Billy, I think I already know what your answer is going to be, but what would it be if you were looking for a project that has strong fundamentals to pick up as sleep discounts? Off of fundamentals, bro. Um, so you got me leaning a lot towards towards Cardano and Ada with all the, the new people coming on and all the contracts. That's, that's a game changer. And I, I think it's very undervalued right now. And after hearing Charles talk on a regular basis and listening to how he holds himself and the vision that he has, um, I, I like what they have going on over there. Like, I, I really like that project. So if you had to choose one, it would be Cardano, correct? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. All right, Jackie, what would be your one? You can only pick one. What is the one... Um, one crypto that or, or technology that you like that you think is worth investing at this discounted price right now? Oh, at, at this point right now, investing into or just holding, like if I had to pick one and hold for forever and that was my one investment in my lifetime. Oh, good, good question. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't think that. There's a difference with that. Yeah, There's a difference with that because yeah. current... Current market conditions, you know, some point coins have had a pump, and I would change my answer versus what you're asking. Okay, I'm just gonna answer. <laughs> longer term, longer term, longer term. Okay, if I if I had to only choose one crypto and like based on this current moment in time and like hold for the rest of my life, I would just choose Ethereum. Um, I, it's a safe bet for right now. Um, and the development, how far along the development has come and how it's going and the layout that's to come and the DEXs and things that are built upon Ethereum, um, you know, beyond DEXs, there's just everything built upon Ethereum. I would choose Ethereum um, just because it's, yeah, it's based blockchain is, is the most developed at this point in time. And I feel like it's the safest bet, you know, comparing all other portfolios of like big hedge funds and things like that. That's what I would choose. But if it was the other way around, I would pick something different. But I'll go with that answer. <laughs> All right. If we have more time, I'd call you out. But I want to get to the <laughs> Yes, yes. I want to get to the Node Defender. I'm really curious what is the one he would be buying during this uh, deep discount time right now. Yeah, that's a that's a really hard question. I've been thinking about it this whole time as Billy and Jackie were responding, and it's it's a really hard question to pick just the one. At some point, my brain was telling me Bitcoin. I'm not a maxi, but for some reason, my brain was telling me Bitcoin. And then it was like Ethereum because Ethereum with the smart contracts and, 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 and all the capability and the expansion that, that blockchain has. What did you say, Jackie? Sorry. Oh, I just said Billy's face when you said Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> He's all, bro, what? <laughs> We're going to hug next time we see each other. So it's all good. Um, and then I started thinking Ethereum because of, smart contracts and just the how much ethereum can expand versus bitcoin but then i can't help but think that i really think ethereum is like uh i really think the ethereum is like a myspace and that there's going to be another one that's going to come out on top 
So Cardano really stands out to me as far as being the um, as far as being the contender. I don't want to go for Cardano just because somebody else already said Cardano. So I'm going to say Adam Cosmos just because I'm really bullish on their ecosystem. I really think that I really know that the future is multi-chain and I really see the way that Adam is with their SDK. They've really made it simple for multiple multiple blockchains to coexist and 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 uh, more importantly not just coexist but could speak with each other so i'm going to say adam cosmos interesting all right very good cool thank you guys for sharing that so as we dive a little further deeper down into uh this article here they talk about you know obviously we know Terra sent a lot of shockwaves through the system it kind of took down um a lot a lot of the uh the DeFi type stuff along with it because we saw, well, I should say we saw a lot of DeFi stuff falling too. So we saw Celsius go down, Vault go down, Babel, a lot of things happening there, kind of shock, sending shockwaves through the entire crypto market. We know Three Capitals is another one that was falling. So there was a real lot of pain that has been felt right now through the crypto market. And obviously we saw with that, the layoffs that come with it, once you start to have a market and money disappear, well, you know, if the money's not there, then the people aren't going to be able to continue to be there. And that's kind of what's happening right now, it's similar to um, in the past where there were a lot of companies laying off people. But the real question is, what does it hold for the future, right? When we think about crypto, there is a lot of data here that says retail. This is what I found really interesting in the article. Right? It talks about how retail and institutional interest in crypto is extremely high. Uh, we've seen now since the beginning of 2020. Bitcoin has continued to witness a steady inflow of, of funds worth approximately of 26, $26.2 million. So, you know, we see we continue to see that grow. We've seen all-time highs of Bitcoin over this past you know, year, year and a half. We know that right now investors have been buying up the dip, grabbing BTC and Ethereum at these record kind of low numbers right now based on this last pump. So what are your guys' thoughts in terms of, the crypto, the future for crypto as we kick it around here, um, start with maybe the node defender here. When you look at, you know, Bitcoin and you look at Ethereum and we keep hearing that there's lower lows to come and that may be true, but what do you think the future of crypto has to hold? Where do you see crypto going in the long run? Well, I mean, I think that's a really, that that's a question that would take probably hours to answer because okay, we got eight minutes. <laughs> there's, there's just so much we, we know that blockchain the way that i look at blockchain because uh i'm i'm very into technology i love technology and that's what i do for a living i look at i look at blockchain as the evolution of the internet i look as the internet you know we had the dial-up days we had then the cable days now we're going into fiber optics and i i really think that blockchain is just another evolution not in the way that obviously not in the connectivity is in like dial-up and, and and, uh, and, and fiber optic, but in the way in which information and value can be stored, because we're, we're, we're at an era where value needs to be transferred over to, to a digital space in order for it to move at a speed in which we're, we're currently moving at, because the world is moving fast. Everybody wants things fast. You just watch the whole episode, the whole season of the boys. Well, you want the next season already to be available. So we want this thing to, we want things as fast as they can be and money and, and value just isn't there yet. So I really, I really see blockchain as being the driver of 
of uh, a new evolution of the internet, whether that be for for international payments or whether that be for for digitizing or digit digital stocks or or digital gold, as we've just spoken with PaxG, uh, metaverse and and digital collectibles. I really think that's what I see for me as the evolution of, of the blockchain or the evolution of the internet and the and and the kind of important part that the blockchain plays in in this space. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Mario. The 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 inter unlocking the value of the internet is going to be huge. We know blockchain is going to do that. Uh, they talk here about um, bear markets are for building and Billy question coming to you. The sentiment that is shared by others prominent crypto personalities. So here, crypto winters present an ideal opportunity for developers to prove their mettle while at the same time showcasing their commitment to projects with strong fundamentals. As you think about projects, Billy, which project out there do you think has the most opportunity during this crypto winter to be built and kind of flourish in the future? I think they all have the opportunity. Uh, whatever, whatever, you know, real world saw that they can, they can fix during this time and actually, um, make it scalable and make it uh or like i said we're gonna make a real world solve as far as crypto itself though it's it's a necessary thing like mario said you talk about um instantness and right now i remember back in the day when i was a kid i could order a pair of shoes out of the mail uh, off of a magazine get it via ups and pay the ups man credit on delivery all right and so you think about it, there's no way you could do that anymore um and it's just like you you look at attention span Right. If I don't have enough attention span to watch more than 10 seconds on a video without losing my attention, how fat? Like, what do you think I'm going to act about money? I don't want to wait for my money. I want it now. My money is probably one of the most important things other than time in my life. At least it used to be. But anyways, uh, people want it now. They want that instant gratification. Now, like we were talking about, if I couldn't imagine trying to be a bookkeeper, balancing the books, taking Bitcoin, if it takes hours to settle a transaction, how do you balance your books at the end of the day with all that plus minus stuff? Um, yeah, crypto is not going anywhere. It's going to change the world. It's it's going to free up so much cash on other other sides of the world. And then everything you own is going to be digitalized or tokenized, I should say. Um it's just it's it's the future, man. There's no way that we can get around it. Like my parents used to complain about, you know, rap music. And then I complain about this trash music. You know, people are always scared of what's coming next. But there's nothing you can do to stop this. Like you need to understand there's nothing you can do to stop this. So it just goes back to the fundamentals. What do you think is going to change the world? I think XRP is going to change the world as long as it doesn't you know, get screwed over. I think Quant's going to change the world. I think Ada's going to change. I think VeChain is going to change the world. I think HBAR, all those are going to change the world. You just have to do your research. And, and do you understand what it's solving? If you don't understand what it's solving, don't mess with it. You just you have to understand what you're doing. Wow, that was <clears> my bad. Thank you, Billy. Yeah, we got about a minute left to wrap it up. So just real quick, it, to wrap up this article, I love this part where they go and they say, you know, as the market continues to get rid of the weak hands and bad actors, it'll be interesting to see how the future rapidly grows. Jackie, are you um, you're holding tight with those diamond hands? If there's one that you had to hold on to and take with the future, which one would it be? Are you buying the dip, basically? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to buy the dip as much as I can. <laughs> um one to take to the future. Yeah, I would. Uh, God, I know that's a hard, that's a hard question. I mean, I, I did say Ethereum, um, but you know, if we're talking about like future upcoming ones, um, I know, I know where there's, there were some talks about H bar in the chat. That's, that, that's looking like a pretty good one. 
I'll throw that out there. So I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. That's great. And I think that we all want to buy the dip. We all want more of those stupid dollars so that we can buy enough of this dip. But I just want to say thank you to Johnny. Thank you to Jackie. Thank you to Billy. It's been a great show. It was great hosting this again, co-hosting it with my friend Johnny Crypto. Thank you guys for the patience. I know this was a bit of an orthodox. I'll put up the banner here. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell so you can stay tuned for future episodes. Same way we always do by saying, Warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Let's go.